0: With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. Welcome to the Nerds Podcast number 438. I will be doing stand-ups comedy in December, uh, in cities like, um, Minneapolis and, oh, Minneapolis. I'm making up the Minneapolis date that I had to cancel early in the year because of work. So I'm coming back to Minneapolis, uh, doing Chicago at the Vic Theater. Ah, oh, shit, that's a big theater. Uh, please come, please come to that. And then also, uh, in Seattle. So if you go to Nerdist.com slash calendar, get some tickets. Matt Myra is going to be opening me for those shows. So it'll be, uh, two thirds of the podcast. Um, Jonah, I don't know what Jonah's going to be doing. He's floating around somewhere. We... We have actually recorded a hostful here and there, but there are so many guested podcasts that have to go up because of things that people are promoting that we haven't had the opportunity. But but we have recorded them. I know Matt and Jonah haven't been in all the podcasts lately. But Jonah's been traveling and working, and Matt's been working on At Midnight, so we're all doing our best. We're all still making it work. We will, especially during the holidays, I think you'll start to see more hostfuls, but uh, we're all here. We're not not going anywhere. We just get a little segmented sometimes. But uh, I would like to thank Warby Parker for sponsoring this episode of the Nerdist Podcast. Uh, Warby Parker is essentially a a vintage-inspired glasses website that sort of has a new twist on the way that you can buy glasses. Um, they don't believe that glasses should be super expensive. They think that glasses should be easy to, uh, to try on, uh, easy to buy, and inexpensive. So with Warby Parker, you essentially will pick out a couple of pairs of glasses that you like. Um, they will send them to you to try on. Then you will pick a pair, send them back, uh, and then they will fill your prescription and then you'll, then, you'll get the, uh, you'll, then you'll get the glasses right back. And as a Nerdist Podcast listener, Um, we have a special offer for you guys, uh, in that once you decide on a pair, you order them online from the comfort of your home, you will have them in your hands within 10 business days, but with the promo code nerdist, you get free expedited shipping for three day shipping. All right. This is, there's a coupon code. You have to enter it. So make sure, uh, that it's when you're purchasing glasses, that code will not work if you're just trying on glasses, but pick them out online, try them on, send them back. Three-day expedited shipping with the offer code NERDIS. Thanks to Warby Parker for sponsoring this episode of NERDIS Podcast, which is Gillian Jacobs, who, again, I should have been able to have on ages ago, and then our schedules were just never really—everyone on Community is masterfully funny. And uh, Gillian—by the way, one of my favorite things we did on the Nerdis TV show when Gillian was on was we played Gillian, Gillian, or Gilligan— so we basically had a fact or a quote, and people had to determine if it was Gillian Jacobs, Gillian Anderson, or Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. Um, but uh, thanks, Kyle. Thanks, thanks for the chuckle support in the background, Kyle. What I'm here for. <laughs> he knows this place. Get back to your cage. <laughs> um, Gillian uh, is hilarious, and you've probably heard her uh, more than once on Comedy Bang Bang. And, uh, and she is a delightful human being, and I believe that you will enjoy her. She has... Well, that sounded bad. I believe that you will enjoy her comedy. Uh, I believe that you enjoy her on the podcast. Gillian's on Community. They have a date. They're coming back January 2nd, I believe. Uh, Community's coming back. And if I'm wrong, correct me, internet, uh, but I believe it's it's January 2nd. Uh, And then Bad Milo, which is a movie that she did um, with our pal uh, Ken Marino, is out on VOD right now, which is essentially about an ass monster. That's all I'll say about it. You should watch the rest. It is hilarious. Uh, So here's the Nerds Podcast number 438 with Gillian Jacobs. Now entering nerdist. dot com. Uh, it's very lovely to see you. Were you me. were you working today?
1: Uh, no, I had the day off.
0: What do you What do you do with a day off?
1: Um, I did uh, uh, fashion police this morning with Joan Rivers. Yeah.
0: How is Joan?
1: She's great.
0: She's been on the podcast before. I adore her.
1: She's. I mean, I have loved her for a long time, but I feel like I don't know how to express my love to people sometimes, and without it seeming really awkward, so I kept it played it cool oh you did oh not i wasn't cold but i didn't like unload like i heard you on fresh air and you're talking about writing for <laughs> ed sullivan and topo gigio and like i listened to that interview like five times you
0: could have yeah she would have loved that would she have yeah <laughs> all right so next time you do fashion police
1: talk about topo gigio <laughs> you
0: guys make some good busts today do you bust a lot of fashion criminals today? <laughs> hey, there's some people in uh, clothes jail you guys uh, take some.
1: I avoided uh, saying anything really mean about anyone. Which is <laughs> what if Michael? you just got
0: awkward and you didn't know how to do it right, and they were like, "Oh, and did you see what uh, I don't know? Give me, give me some uh, performer, an actress. Um, did you see what Miley was wearing at the music awards? And then they all say like, "Oh, those shoes," and then you just go,
1: "Cunt!"
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know how to. <laughs>
1: Pitch whore. Oh <laughs> Am I doing it? Am I fashion policing? I mean, right? It's mean. <laughs> it was. It was much milder than I thought. It was not a roast situation.
0: It was not roasty. Have you
1: ever done a roast? I've never.
0: I've, I've no, no. I've not. I mean, not like a televised roast. Yeah. I mean, like you know, for friends. Yes. But um,
1: friends who like to be made fun of.
0: Well, I got roasted for my thirtieth birthday, um, and I was still drinking at the time, so a lot of the. Let me put it this way. I had met a girl on a plane, and uh, I invited her to this birthday party, and then there was a roast, and she was there with her friends. And then when everyone was roasting me about how, <laughs> how I drink epic amounts of alcohol, um, I noticed about a third of the way through the show, she was just not there anymore. Oh, man. And then we, ne- we never spoke again. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Healthy enough girl to recognize some warning signs and walk away, right?
0: Or she was just afraid because she was like, maybe I like to drink a lot. Oh, fuck, this guy can really throw down. I can't compete with that. But it was probably what you said. I'm guessing it might have been your... I'm going to go with mine. (laughs) Yes. Um, But that was a a very long time ago. Those were the old days. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you have any crazy old uh, vices, stories? Well,
1: I actually talked about on Fashion Police today that I've never had alcohol in my life, so I don't really have any... You haven't? No.
0: Uh, That, by the way, is probably the reaction everyone gives you. What? What? Not even...
1: I want to be there. Uh, Tell me, no matter where and when... You ever been to the
0: dentist? Yeah. you give out a fucking alcohol, because they give you (laughs) mouthwash. It's like the guy who's trying to poke a hole in any story. (laughs) Never had mouthwash. You never ought a cut.
1: Vanilla. You've had vanilla extract.
0: So fuck you, fucking lying. <laughs> that's a very interesting. That's a very interesting choice. Was it? Uh, were you? Are you allergic to it, or are you afraid of it, or are you just like, nah it just doesn't seem
1: that interesting? There's a lot of people who've done some drinking in my family, and I was a very stubborn child who made a decision and stuck to it. So. Wow. Yeah.
0: Shit. I that is impressive. Yeah. Are there any other decisions that you decided to when you were a <laughs> child that you still are I'm
1: never to? nude. I'm a never <laughs> nude. <I'm
0: a, laughs> so it's never nude and no booze. Yeah.
1: I'm really fun at a party. Um
0: <laughs> you're no, just, just a dress you're skinny dipping. I'm doing it.
1: I'm doing it. The water's touching me. That's good enough. <laughs> I'm underneath I make it. I'm I'm yeah. I think. I think. I don't know. Uh no, I think that was the main that was the main Big decision I made with a kid as a kid. That I, well, I decided to be an actor as a kid and I stuck with that. So,
0: oh my gosh, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> you have stuck to two major life decisions. <laughs> oh,
1: thank god, I'm okay at acting, or that would have been hard. <laughs> no. uh,
0: you still haven't married John Stamos yet. I'm just gonna oh assume that everyone who grew up when you did wanted I to marry was John like, Stamos. No,
1: mine was like much sadder. It was like Cary Grant, and I think he's probably already dead. So, that was like. <laughs> No-go <laughs> Well <laughs> I like I like
0: that That's how that's described So I guess That's a no-go
1: <laughs> Can't marry the dead you In can. the United States Sure you <laughs> can it's not, it's not
0: legal Or recognized Or 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 unawkward or um, So you liked old You liked old movies
1: Yeah I loved old old. I had an obsession With Katherine Hepburn From the time I was like Eight Or nine through high school i had a bunch of biographies of her that i would read for fun and yep watch a lot of her old movies so i had a lot of friends
0: i sometimes am not above i'm 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 subscribed to this subreddit called old school cool and it's basically just like really old vintage pictures of people yeah. where everyone just looks fucking cool not and not like not in a staged way but it's what hipstomatic fucking wishes it <laughs> uh-huh. was and so um you know, whenever a picture of Lauren Bacall comes up, I stare at it just slightly too long. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but have this very gross male kind of like, I wonder what that was like. Like, I can't yeah. help it because she's just those eyes. And, but then, of course, in my head, all I hear is, fancy feast. <laughs> 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 Which is what I'm sure she used to spread her legs and say to, to Bogey. Uh, <laughs> 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 what? <laughs>
1: Beautiful. I'm sorry. With beautiful work today.
0: <laughs> she would have been a very fancy feast. Correct. That's all I'm saying. The, the, maybe the fanciest, right. if I can take it In her day.
1: In, the, in her day, to have a have-not the fanciest feast. <laughs> oh, my Lord.
0: Can I Would you? Uh, I often wonder, you know, if given the opportunity... Would I still uh, fool around with like you know an eighty year old Lauren Bacall because it's still that person? Like, yeah. are, are you more is it are you more sexualized by the idea of it or is it you know like oh no but she was really or or like Cary Grant in your case? Would you have would you have would you have hooked up with like an old Cary Grant just because uh, it's Cary Grant?
1: <laughs> I mean uh, I don't think I would have gone for an octogenarian Cary Grant, but probably I mean. Diane Cannon was significantly younger than him, so I think he had some appeal into his later years. So I could probably could have been charmed by him, right? I just, mean, just
0: for one time. Tony
1: Randall had kids in his 80s. These guys, they've got some charisma going. Yeah,
0: Larry yeah. King has a has a relatively new child as yes. well.
1: Yeah, I mean, you fellas can keep reproducing. <laughs> us,
0: us fellas. You
1: fellas, us yeah. ladies, we get cut off. The sands of time. They go through the hourglass and we can't make babies, but you can you can make kids swell into your 80s, apparently.
0: Well, the, the, your first problem is that there is sand in your body. Like, that's the first problem. <laughs> I said problem.
1: hourglass. Oh, okay.
0: I'm sorry. There's a full hourglass blocking where... <laughs>
1: that's why I can't get pregnant. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I saw it in the x-ray, but I thought everybody had it. Uh.
0: <laughs> then, is your um hourglass off? Uh, uh, <laughs>
1: mine's got green sand? I don't know. Does the <laughs> color have anything
0: to do with it? Should I stand on my head to reset it? <laughs> uh do you want go well, maybe that's no. Do I watch children? Uh, that's not an appropriate question know. for you to ask. It's not an appropriate do question you? for You um, I don't know.
1: see where... <laughs> it's like everyone in this business.
0: I see where it's an impasse. <laughs> i <laughs> I used to have a really bad joke that I would do on stage, which I will do now, much to the same reaction i I'm sure, but I had this joke where I would say uh yeah the do- uh, uh you know I found out I'm not able to have kids and then people go Oh and I go yeah the doctor um the doctor told me that I was too um uh narcissistic to uh, to foster another life, a condition he referred to as narcissism and uh and it just never really Never really. The polite laughter right there was, uh, would have been a gift. Really? In the audience uh, compared to uh, what happened. But yeah, I feel like our, you know, uh, our, our generation, I think we're roughly in the same generation. Sure. Um, but uh, uh, especially in this business, where a lot of us are just far too like, me, 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 me. Oh, like, yeah. Not ready, to, not ready to, you should be ready to turn it all over and devote that energy to, a, to another life.
1: Sure. In theory, um, I also think I babysat too much because the bloom is a little bit off the rose for me. I I have seen the day in day out, you know, homework picking up, dropping off from, you know, swimming lessons aspect of parenthood that I don't just picture a baby. I picture, like, a 10-year-old more.
0: You do have the cool babysitter look. <laughs> I could totally see that. Oh, my God, Gillian's babysitting tonight. And then there's, these, like, these little boys who probably, like, like dressed up just so they could, you know, just for a chance to flirt with you because you were babysitting.
1: Uh, we, I actually learned a lot about superheroes from my babysitting job because their dad was super into DC Marvel and so I learned about things like Martian Manhunter and I used to play like
0: <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> all
1: this stuff with but yeah it was really fun and the little boy was in, to, into Batman Beyond so he would dress up like Batman Beyond and it was really fun I, I did two-face and poison ivy those were my two villain characters when we played batman nice yeah it was good times
0: how long ago was that
1: this was a while ago and when i was still living in new york um but what's really great is now that little boy is a fan of community and his parents told me that he spent his allowance to buy episodes on itunes which just made my little shrunken heart grow (laughs) two sizes too big that was pretty that was pretty gratifying
0: or you could just fuck with him and then just deny that you ever babysat him to make him think he was oh. crazy. Oh, yes, the lady from television was your babysitter. Oh, my God.
1: Publicly deny. He's
0: not well. Yeah.
1: One other great thing about babysitting them was that I told them about the movie Karate Kid, which they had never seen or heard of. And they did not want to watch it, but they came up with a game for it, which was... I would receive a package in the mail. I would open it, and it would be a baby called Karate Kid. <laughs> I would take him out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. Is <laughs> <laughs> this a living baby? Yeah. Okay.
1: I would get a baby in the mail named Karate Kid. Which is where you get him. Yep. And then I would um, teach him uh, karate moves, like flying <laughs> kicks and stuff. And then I would sit on the couch and call out moves, and he would have to <coughs> perform them. And his sister played the dog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so a newborn mm-hmm. baby yeah. arrives in the mail. Make sure I'm yeah. me through this. A newborn baby arrives in the mail, and mm-hmm. you go, "Oh, good, my karate kid is here." <laughs> yeah. Now I better. S- now, b- okay. I'm sorry for getting granular about yeah. this, but. Why would you need to teach a karate kid karate? Or you just call them out. He, they come pre-programmed?
1: No, 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 no. He is just a child named Karate Kid. That, so He's that's not a, a robot. Yeah.
0: That's just a weird coincidence. Yes.
1: He still has to be taught karate. Right. He doesn't come innately knowing karate. Right. So and I was his dojo Mistress. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. So the name Karate Kid is really more of a suggestion than a. Maybe I'd be good at
1: this. Yeah,
0: maybe. (laughs) Killian, I don't know, my baby's not eating. (laughs) I'm just trying to get him to do flying kicks, but he just won't fucking do it because he's being a dick right now. (laughs) You just don't understand how it works. Yeah, I don't know. It's an odd, uh, but it's also not a nice question to ask someone you don't know very well. Hey, you got to have kids. So I, I take it back. I apologize. That's okay. It's a, okay. R- it's a, r- it's a r- rude question. I can handle it. Do you, uh, do, d- does your family lean on you for that? Not st- at okay, all. Okay, good.
1: No, no, no. I remember my mom saying to me, like, you probably shouldn't get married because this business is really crazy. Like, I have the opposite of pressure in that area. So, oh, that's cool. Yes.
0: It is a crazy business it for is. relationships.
1: Yeah, it totally is. I mean,
0: if you're an actor, I I feel like I well, what am I saying? I fucking travel all the time with stand up. But I think with you know, with acting you're constantly who knows where you're gonna be working or shooting yeah. and how long you'll be there and who you'll be around and what <laughs> Well, I you know, I, I have a lot I have a lot of actor friends and they you know, they always you know, there there was a saying that it was something about like um True love until the production wraps or something oh. like 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 people just that they just form these insta bonds yeah you know and then sort of uh, but that was not that was not my path in life <laughs> I chose the path that uh, isolates me the most I host shows <laughs> <laughs> I'm never around uh, there's no other although I guess that's not really the MTV show was pretty was was co-hosted Did you ever want to host stuff because you're funny and you you. Um, did you host Attack of the Show? Did you ever guest host Attack of the Show?
1: I no, I don't think I hosted it. No, I, I appeared on it, but I didn't. Never, I've never really hosted anything. Um, I think it would be fun. You're good at it. I think when you're good at it, it looks easy, and then, <laughs> then when you try and do it, you realize just how hard it is. So I'd probably fall on my face the first couple of times. But, <laughs> yeah, it would be fun.
0: Would it be funny if I should?
1: <laughs> what? Oh no. <laughs> What?
0: If I knew you better, I would do this. You really wanted show fairy place. Yes. In a box.
1: <laughs> that would be amazing. Labeled Karate Kid. Karate Kid. Oh my God, that would make me so happy. I've not played Karate Kid the game in so long.
0: <laughs> but then with a bit like that, you never know whether where the commitment cutoff is or it's like, okay, I'm at the doorstep, the bit's done, I've got it. Or do you commit to it and be like, no, you're, we're going to do this. And you're going to tell me which karate moves to make and I'm going to fucking stand here and do them.
1: I would definitely teach you a flying kick if okay, you great. showed up at my place in a box labeled Karate Kid. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Are you you guys, so you guys you your community schedule I know because I've talked to a couple other of you is pretty much in full throttle at the moment, right? Mm-hmm, Jim Rash yes. said it was it was not so.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're 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 balls to the wall right now in production.
0: oh, oh good. Oh, <laughs> be weird otherwise.
1: <laughs> Everyone just stand
0: here with your balls up against the wall until someone comes up with an idea and then we're going to shoot something. <laughs>
1: You know TV. Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes it
0: does. Sometimes it really does feel like that. Although with television, it does feel like the wall is kicking back. Yes. So you're not just standing there. You're being actively kicked in the balls.
1: Or the or the wall is also slowly squashing your balls. They're
0: slowly squashing yes. your balls at the same time, like a trash compactor. But it must be nice to uh, – Does it? does it feel – I'm sure it felt a little weird for the one season – and then does it sort of feel normal again? or?
1: Yes, it feels like our normal, which is crazy, but it's it's our norm. Um, it's just so great to have Dan back. I think the episodes are so funny, and it's just really fun to, to shoot the show. I I still am a fan of it, um, which I, I don't know. I, I appreciate that, that I'm on a show that I love.
0: It's pretty insane. There's not one person on the show... There's not a weak link on the show. Yeah. Like everyone is legitimately I mean, like usually with the cast, there's you, there's like one person. Mm-hmm. Well, let me put it this way. Maybe there was one person. <laughs> but, but usually there's one person where you're like, oh, but that's where it kind of dips a little yeah. bit. But, but everyone on the show is legitimately hilarious in, in their own right.
1: Yeah, and that was funny because shooting the pilot, I only really knew who Joel and Chevy were. I didn't know anybody else. I didn't even know who John Oliver was because I hadn't watched The Daily Show a lot. And so... I was blown away by everybody. I was like, "Who the hell are these people?" You know, and and normally you're right. You especially do you do a pilot, and you're like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> sometimes I've been the, but you know. Um,
0: if you look around and you don't see the, it's probably you. 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 Yeah. yeah.
1: So this was like definitely the first one I did where I was like, that person's incredible. Like. I just remember sitting, you know, because I sit next to Danny Pudi at the table, and they're throwing all these things out and having him improvise monologues. He's and a was,
0: ridiculous improviser. Yeah, and rash. Jim, oh, Danny, my God. and Jim.
1: Yeah, just incredible. And I didn't know anything about them, so I, I, I'm so glad that the Russos and Dan Harmon have such good taste in actors.
0: Did you? Was your Was your background in comedy at all, or was it not just not at
1: all? Really, not at all. No, no. I, I, uh, I grew up doing classical theater and studied that in college, so I had done way more Shakespeare than I had ever done comedy.
0: When you're studying theater in college, because I didn't, even though I knew I wanted to be a performer, I didn't really, theater I didn't really understand, because I was like, well, couldn't I just go be in plays? Like, what, what is it? There must be something more to it than, than that. So what is that, What is it about studying theater in college that is a, is a good thing to do?
1: Um, hmm. If you want to do movies and TV, I don't know. Um, if you want to be on the stage, a lot. Because, well, A, I've always had problems with my voice. I my, I blow out my voice very easily. And I developed nodules in high school and then post-college as well. So there's a lot of, like, very technical voice and speech training that's useful for that, for, like, you know, filling a house and doing eight shows a week and not losing your your voice all the time. And I think... Like if you want to be on stage, it's good to sort of have a physical, you know, education, movement classes and the like so that you're not just like, you know, acting from the shoulders up, which you can kind of get away with more in film and TV. But um, if you want to be in movies and TV, I don't know, get into a good acting class. But I don't know that you necessarily need to do like four years of theater training.
0: I don't know how people find a good acting class. Being an actor feels seems so frustrating to me. And I used to try to do it. Yeah. And then I stopped. You know
1: what's so funny? I have a vivid memory of you and I being at the same audition for the pilot of How I Met Your Mother. What? Yes. Really? Yeah. I've never said this to you. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is news breaking. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I remember. It was like in. Did I get it? Um, yeah, you did. Oh my god, how am I? So I got it too. We're, we we're on great. Oh my god, we're on the show How I Met Your Mother. I
0: hosted the shit out of the <laughs> Emmys. <laughs> And you were great in the Avengers. Oh my god, I
1: was so good. And in that bit we did at the Emmys. Um, no, but I auditioned for Kobe's part. I remember. I mean, I was not ever going to get it. But I remember seeing you there.
0: Hmm, what year was this? Because depending on how close to when I used to drink would determine which character I would have been auditioning for. Now uh, I feel like I could go for a little more of a Barney. Back then I was probably a little more of a Jason Segel or, yeah. jo- or maybe Josh, Josh Radner.
1: I don't remember I just remember, yeah. I just did remember, we talk? No,
0: but you just remember that I was there, yeah, because my I, effervescent presence. No, I knew who the, you were
1: from, you know, from MTV days. Oh right, yeah. And I was like, You're oh like, wow, there's Chris Hardwick. Jesus
0: Christ, that guy's still around. the fuck is that guy right now?
1: No, not at all. I was like a famous person. <laughs> In
0: quotation marks, <laughs> yeah.
1: I was like famous.
0: Ironically, there's a famous, famous. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: no, I was just like always so intimidated at those like. You know, massive auditions—they're the like, worst. They're the worst. They're so bad. It's like. 40 people there and you're waiting for like two hours and it really sucks (laughs) i mean seriously
0: one of the greatest things about having a job besides getting to do something that you love and getting paid for it is that you don't have to audition for things anymore oh yeah
1: (laughs) well i still audition for things but it's not as terrible as it was you know pre-community days
0: yeah because now you know it's it's so much well it's like it's like doing a stand-up show when the crowd doesn't know who you are you kind of have to there's that couple minutes where you have to kind of bring them in and engage them but once people know who you are then it just it's so much easier oh yeah same thing in a room
1: totally when the when they're predisposed to like you it goes a lot better i've found (laughs) then when they're like her agent just badgered me into taking this appointment they're like really primed to like you then
0: or you have farther to fall
1: (laughs) oh good Oh that's nice let's call my therapist right now
0: Jeez! <laughs> I'm kidding. I know. Not. I'm kidding, of course. Oh, yes.
1: It's all jokes
0: and stuff. <laughs> well, but I do. But but on that tip, I will say that <clears throat> the worst auditions I ever had were the ones where they were before they would go. Okay, you're perfect for this. Oh yeah, and you there's no reason you're not gonna get this just fucking and then I would always those are the ones where I was always like blah, fumble drop madness explosion
1: I always did worse at callbacks in the first audition because then there were expectations like you were good the first time be good again and it was so much sometimes i perversely liked it when they came in and you know they did not expect me to be good and then i could prove to them i was and they're like oh do that what you did again and i was like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah it would all fall apart
0: yeah cuz if you do something <clears throat> if you do something really good like that if you, if you have a really good audition chances are you weren't aware of yourself. Mm -hmm. And if you're not aware of yourself, you're not paying attention to what you're doing. So then how do you get back to that? It's that trying to quiet your mind thing where you're like, Okay, don't be aware of yourself. Fuck, I'm aware that I just said that. Oh,
1: I'm not I'm aware of myself. Yeah.
0: So how do you get back to that place?
1: Well, it was funny. When I auditioned for a community, I had like a 101, 102 degree fever. So that kind of did that for me. I couldn't even get nervous for the audition because I was just trying to not throw up. <laughs> but then by the time it came to like test for the network, I was well. So then I had to listen to a lot of Lil Wayne to calm myself down. Did that, that, that brought you down off <laughs> that, the edge? That helped me. I don't know. I got the job. It must have worked.
0: I would, <laughs> years later an interview, Dan's like, you know, it's really amazing. Gillian's performance is that her character always seems like she's about to throw up. It's <laughs> just like you you just managed to pull that into the, you just manage. But the show is, I mean, the, the great thing about a show about community is that it started really funny, but then because you guys are all interesting performers, it just took these very weird, specific, like, it 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 got more 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 involved, and, yeah. but it already started off as a as a really. That, I remember when that when the pilot for that was going around, uh, watching it, being like fuck that show's gonna get I me. Mean, like that that's a great show. Yeah. I mean, people just knew immediately, but then it just got so weird and funny.
1: Yeah, I know it's that's fun too to watch people lean into the character or like uh, Dan's so great about even giving like guest stars really weird specific things. You know, I remember. John Goodman was on the show and I think he was shooting movie Flight and they had given him extensions for the film and so then suddenly his character had to have a ponytail on our show I just remember Dan wrote some line was like I'm going through some stuff like he just (laughs) you know he finds this way to like give everybody sort of like shade and dimension even if it's you know a one episode role and then with us that you know we've all been working together for five years yeah I know when you look back at the pilot and like where the characters are it's pretty it's pretty cool
0: um, do you feel? Now I'm guessing because you're a performer, and I'm not saying this based on anything that I think about you. Okay. But um, do you feel comfortable with yourself
1: <laughs> yet? <laughs> you know what's so funny is that if you give me like a wardrobe and a, a character name and some lines, I can I'll do anything. But just me as myself going through the world, very shy and nervous. But, you know, you give me a a weird, you know, a weird wig and a funny hat and I'll do whatever, you know, you want. It's like I did the 24-hour play festival here in L.A. And we were all, my play, we were all playing sex addicts. And I'm like humping the ground in front of like an audience. (laughs) And I don't think anything of it, you know. But in my own life, I'm way more shy.
0: But you wouldn't just go to the movies and then just like hump the ground in front of the concession stand as you.
1: And, you know, if you could... Pitch it to me as like some performance art, then yeah. <laughs> Everyone's sure. got iPhones. Hey, doing you, it for the Vine.
0: YouTube is performance art. Yeah, yeah Vine <laughs> performance vines. Let's do some performance vines, let's do, you guys. I, let's <laughs> I'm gonna do some little performance vines. Um, but I, I do, uh, I, I do notice the, the you know, the, the distinct. I, I'm not really comfortable being stuck in a scene because I like being able to break out of it. But then other people. It you know it's it's funny to see a, a lot of us all started when, when you're where your friends start and who kind of goes which path yeah like, oh that person wants to be themselves or that person likes to be acty yeah
1: I like acty
0: Joel just likes both
1: <laughs> Joel I know goddamn Joel his, <laughs> his ability to do it all I know and now he has like. I don't even know how many TV shows he has now, because like the soup has spun off its own show, and then he's got something on the Esquire Network. It's just like disgusting.
0: Oh yeah, I saw a commercial for it, and he just like
1: he's like in Ireland. He just
0: like opens the gull wing of a fucking <laughs> snazzy car or something, <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> "Esquire is all about me," or whatever mm-hmm. it is. It's just it's, it's very suave.
1: Yeah, he's total rico suave.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not that, That's not right.
1: What's not right. The this, one man should have all that power. The one
0: man should have all that power. <laughs> we should take him down a pig. We should take you know, fucking played football in college. I know. He's tall and athletic.
1: I know, I know. Married, <clears throat> happily married with two cute kids. It's like gross. Um,
0: I well, I lived I think the first time I met you was in my driveway. Yes. Um <laughs> Uh, not in the How I Met Your Mother audition. Nope. Which we both booked. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, because I lived in a in an area up in the hills that was you know a couple blocks from Joel's, and then there was a very robust Halloween walk in the neighborhood. Oh yeah. And it's a very dangerous area because there's no sidewalks and it's winding streets. So adults sort of line the streets and it's lit, and then they they walk through. And we lived like kind of at this intersection, and so a lot of people would just congregate there in front of our house. And I met you there. And then that was the year. I think it was Joel's son. I think Eddie who uh, wanted to be a light switch. <laughs> that was his costume. So they, they made him a light switch.
1: I was really into Halloween as a kid, and my grandmother made my costume. So it was pretty epic for me. I, she made me a Tyrannosaurus Rex, like, green velvet costume when I was little. And then one year, I decided, I guess I declared to my mom that I wanted to be a ruby-throated hummingbird, and my mom made that happen. <laughs> Pretty good parenting. That's, do you have pictures of this? Yes, I do. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> have you? Because I follow your Instagram.
1: Um, I I don't know if I've put them on Instagram. I, I will. Maybe I'll find the Ruby Throated and put it up for you.
0: <laughs> that, would be, that, that would be fun.
1: That would be great.
0: I wonder what I was when I was a kid. I think one year I went as Gene Simmons.
1: Oh, my God. So,
0: like, full gargoyle kiss makeup. Um...
1: I for a I second a in my head Wars. conflated that with Richard Simmons and pictured yep. you in like short Simmons. shorts yep. and like a sequined yeah. tank top. That would be amazing. never say diet. It has the word die in it. Come on, ladies. You know, he still teaches at Slimmons on Civic Center Drive. Have you ever been there?
0: No, but what a weird coincidence that it rhymes with his last name. <laughs> it's one letter away. <laughs> Sl-
1: I really want to go. I have friends who've taken a class who said it was very inspirational, and they cried, and it was really hard, and they sweat a lot.
0: Did you? Uh, do you remember? You probably don't remember his TV show at all.
1: Mm, I don't know that I do.
0: In the early '80s, there was a craze on television, which was basically aerobics shows. Uh-huh. There were exercise shows on television. I mean, I mean, now there are fitness channels, and you know, yeah. but there were like on. Syndicated regular television in the afternoon. There were fitness shows. It was a craze, and Richard Simmons. Uh, he got famous from writing books and, and having this f- fitness show. Yeah. And uh, as a small child, I I, I appeared on his <gasps> show.
1: <clears throat> Is this breaking news? Have you ever revealed this before?
0: Um, I don't know if I've revealed it on the podcast. Oh. Uh? But <laughs> but it was uh, I was a uh, I was a really c- good bowler when I was a little kid, and so I bowled on his show.
1: Wait, what? That the, was part of aerobics bowling.
0: Well, they did an episode where they did an episode where everyone was exercising on the lanes. So oh. we just had these rows. <laughs> it was different than like the fitness shows today. Is usually just like three fucking um, you know ripped gods who are or <laughs> yeah. just in, like the most perfect bodies. Yeah. Doing, but Richard's show was just like a bunch of regular people in in a giant almost like military rows, <laughs> mm-hmm. just doing aerobics. And uh, and so they lined them up all in the lanes,
1: and then you were bowling, mowing them down with your bowling ball. Yeah, fuck those people!
0: (laughs) How dare they want to make a better lives for themselves? This is what happens.
1: Children (laughs) knock you down.
0: Yeah, children. See, and it goes back to it's a little bit of a Rorschach test. All right, Um, (laughs) children knock you down. Um, uh, So that was that was my uh, that was my Richard Simmons story. Yeah. (sighs) I bowled on the Captain Kangaroo show too. What? Do you remember that one? Yes. Okay, I
1: bowled on that show too. Oh my god! No,
0: it's impressive. Did you
1: have an agent? How are you getting all these bookings?
0: (laughs) I don't. (laughs) I don't know. My parents just told me where to go.
1: Really? I remember my mom and I like on Fridays in the local paper they would list auditions. I remember going through and circling, and we had like a whole. Did you go? Did you do that as a kid? Yeah. Oh, but it was wow. only in Pittsburgh. It was I wasn't appearing on national TV. It wasn't <laughs> on syndicated programs. You weren't
0: on exercise and or children's shows. Um,
1: being on Captain Kangaroo would have been awesome. <laughs> it was uh, it was fun.
0: It was fun. I wish I found I knew where those tapes were. I don't know where they are. It's Just all these all these tapes of shows.
1: Yeah, there's one I did when I was in high school, which was some like America's Most Haunted Places show, and I was part of a reenactment of a haunted farm, and I've never seen it. I, I would like to see... Were you a
0: regular girl or a ghost girl?
1: I was a girl whose family was terrorized by a poltergeist, which killed our father. <sighs> and they were doing uh, special effects, in quotes, with uh, like fishing wire tied around chairs, dragging it across rooms, and I had to be slapped by invisible hands, and <sighs> I've never seen it.
0: Would that be the name of your book?
1: Slapped by invisible hands. Yeah, yes, my life in Hollywood.
0: <laughs> the sequel: the balls to the wall. Colon: the ball. The wall hits back. It's uh. You, you, so you started acting then in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, and then did, was it not until college you like moved to New York?
1: Yeah, I moved okay. to New York for college. So I went. Yeah, I went from my suburb in Pittsburgh to the Upper West Side, which I was very afraid of. Local I,
0: girl makes good. I know.
1: I didn't realize that the Upper West Side is the safest part of New York, (laughs) you know, it's basically like living in a suburb. It was all banana Republican, you know, Tower Records, rest in peace um, and <laughs> <laughs> dating myself because there was a bookstore on the corner. Which um, is
0: really not that I mean that was really just a handful of years ago so that's not that crazy. But it's
1: still sad though to think there was a Tower Records and a Barnes and Noble which is <clears> no more but
0: You didn't date yourself any more than when I said one time there were exercise <laughs> programs <laughs>
1: oh, that littered the television screens <laughs> I remember that Susan Powters, Powder Su- Susan lady? Powder, yeah Yes, yeah. yeah,
0: Susan yeah. Powder who fucking made all that Money and then lost it all. Did she
1: lose all her money? Yeah,
0: there was some sort of crazy story with her where it was there. There was a swindling of some sort. Oh no! Something. I don't remember what it was. Um, I'll we can go look it up together right after this podcast. Um, look it up, Kyle. When I say we'll look it up, I mean uh, uh, Kyle will do it (laughs) and then and then tell us what happened. But yeah, something really fucked up happened because then that was all the crazy infomercial craze. Mm They're still in they still do infomercials right oh yeah I don't watch television I mean I don't watch like <laughs> I don't just sit and watch television the way yeah. that I used to my television watching is very intentional
1: yes I know but sometimes you gotta watch some infomercials
0: <laughs> do you have any, are, are there any products right now that you're I
1: like Chaz Dean hair products I like his ads they're they're shorter ads and then longer more infomercial length ones but I enjoy Chaz Dean I think he's a really great um, infomercial spokesman Yep. Um,
0: what is it special about the Chasdine hair system
1: um, it is going to leave your hair not weighed down by product and, right. and it can restore damaged hair within like one to two treatments so you see immediate results even for dry um, colored hair and you know I dye my hair so my hair is very damaged so that piqued my interest
0: are you telling me <laughs> that within two treatments I can have a healthy and radiant hair
1: yes I am that is unbelievable he had Alyssa Milano in his commercial what mm-hmm.
0: Alyssa she's very sweet mm-hmm. do you guys follow each other on on the Twitter I
1: don't but she has the pretty hair so she once is, again it made me feel like maybe I should get the chance. she has puts
0: pretty, pretty hair you're going to have Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. hair what is your natural hair color
1: just like you know, something in between blonde and brown, well, kind of
0: like mine. Yeah, like, like what all
1: baby t- white people hair. Yeah, like you know, you start out as a bleach blonde as a baby, and then it fades into something.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah you have there's three white people yep. hairs in here.
1: We're all looking at each other.
0: <laughs> this is a flaxen paradise. <laughs> this is an Anglo. <laughs> this is it. It's... Oh my God, we need one dark head in here. Like if Myro was in we here, he all could. dark heads, <laughs> What? <laughs> what? Well, that's what they are. <laughs> Taking our jobs. Susan Powder did not have a controversy. Oh, uh, according to this, she just switched over. She does live on an Earth ship now, though. Mm-hmm. What? One like, mm-hmm. of those like bio eco houses. Oh, okay, okay.
1: Um, what? Also, Okay. Totally
0: There was her, and then there was Tony Little, the guy with the ponytail that mm-hmm. had the short shorts. Mm-hmm. It was very excitable. Mm-hmm. If you weren't acting, would you... Is there anything else that you're fascinated by, like maybe the infomercial world or something <laughs> that you could see yourself doing?
1: I'd be pitching bow flexes on TV. <laughs> uh, I, my other interests were primarily history and then literature, so I, I thought that I wanted to be maybe... Um, a book editor, but then John Hodgman told me I did not want to be a book editor. So he kind of killed that dream that I never pursued. But I, I thought I would like to work with authors at a publishing house.
0: Yeah, because he was a – was he a book agent or was he an editor? He was, he was doing was something – both
1: or I don't know. He was
0: doing something literary yes. before he really just accidentally became, you know, the famous John Hodgman. Yeah. Um, do you like to write?
1: Mm-hmm. I more like to read. I think I'm a good reader and I think that um, – I think that I can give helpful notes so that's why I sort of thought maybe an editor is better than being a writer
0: right so if anyone has any unpublished works and oh you want... please
1: don't send them to me <laughs> oh no
0: I'm sorry I thought that's you don't want people to
1: I only want people to have book contracts
0: <laughs> uh... no, so you say that someone's going to take that seriously and be like what a bitch she said I couldn't send her my book even though she doesn't know who I am and I'm just a person who's following her
1: on Twitter don't send me your Kindle single don't <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's weird to me that you don't have a background in comedy, because you were always really—you're fu- funny on um, on uh, Ackerman's show.
1: Oh, thanks.
0: Um, but is, were you a funny kid?
1: I was a weird kid. Aha. Um yeah, weird. I think my mom, my grandpa and I um all pretty weird and I think it started out as unintentionally funny and then realizing why people were laughing at me and then harnessing that sure. <laughs> to make it intentional. Um but yeah, a I, uh I, I've always been like a kid, a person with weird interests, which I think is like a good Start for comedy.
0: What's a weird? What is a weird interest?
1: Well, like not too many kids were really into Cole Porter. Um,
0: <laughs> no, no, not, not a lot really.
1: Of kids. Not too many kids were like watching Poirot um, mysteries with their mom on Poirot a Friday. Poirot, yeah, on
0: PBS,
1: yeah. So that was like a Friday night for me. The
0: Poirot Broadcasting System. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was really into the um, miniseries I, Claudius, starring starring Derek Jacobi. Sure. And uh, we had to hatch chicks in, like, third grade. The 4-H club brought us eggs, and we incubated them. And I named my chick Posthumus Germanicus, which was a (laughs) character from I, Claudius.
0: Um, (laughs) That's fantastic. I
1: also made, in art class, the face of Livia, his, like, evil mother who was killing all sorts of people. In elementary school So
0: Did you have uh, Did you relate to other kids Did you Were you able to sort of Like socialize Or were you off on the side And they were like That's a weird girl With the Roman thing
1: Yeah that, I was that weird girl With the Roman thing Until I would go to acting class On Saturday And then they were nicer to me So I just waited all week To go to acting class
0: You just had to find your group
1: Yeah I found my weirdos I didn't
0: like I didn't really like other kids When I was growing up
1: Really I was much more comfortable With adults in general I would me too. say, Yeah
0: me too. I thought other kids were dicks, and I and I thought they liked stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> I did. When I was growing up, I did. I thought they were dicks, and they didn't like stupid things. Yeah. Didn't know why they didn't like comedy albums. Didn't know why they didn't like computers and chess. Yeah. Um, oh,
1: who would I listen to? Who's... Oh, God. Tom Lehrer. I used to listen to his comedy albums as a kid.
0: We just had... A huge Tom Lair conversation with Daniel Radcliffe. Really? Who got to meet him. Wow. Tom Lair's like eighty-five now. Yeah. And uh and I, I have I have I have gabbed obsessively about Tom Lair on this podcast because he's he is one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, poisoning pigeons in the park and poisoning pigeons in the park. Yeah, as we dance to the massacre some tango.
0: <laughs> you I, I also liked uh, it's the old dope peddler. Yeah. Dope, the old dope peddler. I don't know why we think of people in the 40s as being like, oh, they didn't talk about them. They had those totally. things. They just, you know, like he was just commenting
1: on them. I, and I still to this day was saying like, be prepared, that's the Boy Scouts, Dying Creed, be prepared and be true and word and deed. And then be like, come on guys, join with me. Oh no, you didn't sit at home listening to Tom Lehrer albums in junior high. But yeah, I loved, and I had an uh, I had a acting teacher who... I guess he's the one who introduced me to comedy really cuz we I remember listening to like Lemmings sketches um mm-hmm. and he made us learn and perform Monty Python sketches I remember I did um dead parrot you know and so stuff like that he would he exposed I think a whole group of us to that stuff but then you don't really uh learn a lot about that in in classical theater College, so <laughs> no, but
0: I was just I was doing I was doing an interview today and talking about like early inf- early British influence that I had and and, and I referred to um, PBS as BBC America before BBC America, yeah. Like we that we, I don't know you know that was that was our conduit to. Oh
1: yeah, I watched Are You Being Served? Yes, yes, and I watched. Well, I loved Ab Fab, so but I'm like a girl who's basically like a, wants to be a drag queen. So Ab Fab was, you know, Ab Fab was right on the money for me. But yeah, all those shows and even like um, Benny Hill, even though he offended me as a baby feminist, I was like not was deeply offended by Benny Hill. Feminissimo. Yeah. But yeah, all that stuff. But yeah, no, I don't remember talking. And I I watched Kids in the Hall every day after school and... I remember when Comedy Central used to show stand-up specials and I would watch those and all that stuff.
0: Ah, so you're kind of a comedy nerd. I,
1: yeah, but I just I, I guess I didn't really ever talk about it with anybody else, you know, so Cuz
0: cuz most other kids didn't do that. Yeah. I mean like I I didn't I didn't really I mean, you know, in the pre-internet days, you really just
1: were alone only, in your yeah, interest. Yes. Yeah, because you could <laughs> yeah. really only
0: communicate with the people that were in your immediate Vicinity, yeah. So you couldn't connect with people all over the world, and so, uh, which is a very obvious statement. But you still, you know, like if you were lucky enough that a couple other people in your school happened to like, I did have a. I went to all boys Catholic school, and there were a couple guys that were into. Um, you know, they they would be what are now called the subset of fedora nerds.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, trench coats, fedoras, yeah, yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. yes, my lady. You yeah, know, yeah. oh good sir. Yeah. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot of that. Uh, why? <laughs> Let's get together for some ale and mm-hmm. uh, Harold and Maude screening. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like that was that was my yeah. sort of high school group 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 of friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah, mine were, like, the theater weirdos who were... It was, like, much more about who had the most dramatic life. And, you know, so it was it was much more the histrionics of, like, fame than getting together and watching British comedy with each other. But, um, yeah, and I was also supposed to... I was not allowed to watch TV, so I snuck all this TV viewing. So, once again, I was... I guess maybe I wasn't really talking to anybody about it because I was supposed to be doing my homework. But, um, I, yeah, I, oh my god, I loved, I loved Kids in the Hall, so my, and Strangers with Candy and all those shows.
0: Have you ever met any of the kids in the hall?
1: Uh, I met one kid. You're
0: going, I bet, I'm going to guess. Dave Day Foley? Foley. Yep. Yeah.
1: Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yes, of yes, course. Yes, yes. He's the only kid I've met. But I remember, yeah, like, total pre-internet days of watching their, like, Christmas special where they kidnapped the queen and she was being held in, like, a cabin in the Canadian woods. And, like, did I make this up? Like, you know, having <laughs> such, like, I think a chicken was trying to have sex with the queen of England, but did, was that a fever dream? And that, now I can verify that. No, that was a real episode of That was television. a real episode, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Probably with uh, Scott Thompson as the queen. Yes, I think so, yes. yeah. Because he he... He actually looked a lot like the Queen when he <laughs> would get dressed up like the Queen.
1: And who did the Chicken Lady? Mark, um,
0: Mark McKinney. Yeah,
1: that was like disturbing and very sexual. I felt like as a. Oh kid. yeah,
0: yeah. She was. She was because she was super. The character when she goes on the date, it's, it's who is I think it's Dave Foley comes over and she's like, "Do you want some eggs? I made
1: them with my body." Like when he's
0: <laughs> eating them, and then uh, and she was really like aggressive.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was confusing to me, but like I knew there was something going on there. If you
0: were a small child, Chicken Lady would probably be pretty fucking horrifying.
1: I didn't know exactly what was going on, but I sensed sex was in the air with Almost the Chicken Lady. Almost
0: human things, like weird anthropomorphic things as Did a child. Did you watch
1: Zubilee Zoo speaking of like weird anthropomorphic Uh,
0: that sounds really familiar. I remember the New Zoo review, but
1: Zubilee Zoo was it was like um, different people dress as different animals, sort of in the style of cats costumes. So it was like a beaver and a, maybe like oh god, I can't remember what animals they were. And I think Ben Vereen was on this show. Okay. It was weird. It was like they were wearing like lycra unitards, but then would have like their face painted like different animals. Oh,
0: okay. I yeah. don't. I Get don't on remember it. that.
1: Google it, Zooly Zoo. That'll yeah, that'll twist your noggin.
0: Oh, that that sounds. <laughs> I'm sort of weirded out just hearing about it.
1: Yeah, you should definitely watch some videos on YouTube. Is it weird for you
0: if you feel like, oh, it's just sort of as a person in life, you feel shy and a little uncomfortable, then it must be really weird that people know who you are.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I think because I'm on a show that is always struggling for survival, I'm still in a stage where I'm excited that people watch the show and want sure. to tell me that they like it. You know, so that I'm... I'm totally okay with that. And I also, you know, go about my day with very few people stopping me and talking to me. So it's not oppressive. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it is strange. I And sometimes they can't quite look me in the eye. And so then it only compounds the awkwardness of the interaction. Because I'm trying to be as friendly and, you know, saying like, yes, I am welcoming this interaction. And thank you for your liking of my show. But they can't quite look at me. So that it, it gets it can get kind of awkward.
0: You know what you should do is just, you could create sort of a weird mythos around (laughs) yourself, almost a legend where (laughs) you just, uh, oh, here's here's the pictures. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh, the beaver guy. Oh, yeah, the beaver
1: guy. The beaver guy. Remember, that was the only animal I could remember for a reason, I think. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh, that is... I mean, if I were a furry, I would have a (laughs) raging (laughs) erection right now, but since I don't, I... Every sexual thing about me has receded into my stomach. (laughs) That's really awful. Yeah,
1: zoopily zoo. Yeah, there was a kind of um, histrionic bird lady on that show, too, which maybe is why I thought of Kids in the Hall.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, and
1: there's Ben Vereen right in the center. Yeah,
0: there's Ben Vereen, right? Yep. Right in the center. Um,
1: Nightmares for days. (laughs) uh,
0: But what you should do is, in awkward situations, you should just shout a random word and just (laughs) run away. So if there's a moment where someone doesn't know what to say and you don't know what to say, just go, pancakes, and just fucking run off. And then at least there'll be a story, and then you won't feel weird about it. Totally. And you'll feel like you've taken control of the I've situation. I've given them
1: the gift of an anecdote. That's right. Which is far greater than a blurry picture. Jupiter!
0: And then you run, <laughs> or whatever it is. You just you just get out of there.
1: All right, I'm creating the mythos starting You're going to do this. You can create the legend. <laughs> you
0: can absolutely create the legend. But I think community is a show that, you know, e- even though... To you guys, or to the network, you know I, the numbers might not reflect how large the audience actually yeah. is. I think because of who you know the, the the demographic that loves that show. I just don't know if a ton of those people watch traditional television, but no. they watch it and they're aware of it in you know yes. in the sort of digital consciousness way. Yeah.
1: Well, you hosted our panel at Comic Con. I did. It you was saw, really fun. They came out in Legion. Yeah, I think there's definitely people watching our show and but I don't watch TV at 8 o'clock on a Thursday night, you know, usually because I'm shooting community. That's which, right. But, you know, I, I do think that, like, I'm glad that we have a young audience because I think that's great for the show, but it also means that they're not watching TV in traditional methods, which means they don't get counted. But anyway, that's... A well trod path of, you know, but at least it's still ch- on and
0: then you guys are in syndication now.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> every every television actor's dream. Well, it's so weird because we finally now have billboards for the first time in their syndication billboards. How weird is that that we've gone five years and now we have billboards. It's like we're a new show. It is. Yeah, it's it's I get so excited because they're all around LA. I, I get so giddy when I see them. Um, I know, I know. For a show that's on the verge of cancellation, at all points we have made it to syndication. I, I can't believe it.
0: <laughs> well, it makes sense, I think, from a network standpoint because it's it's like they can make a lot of money from taking your show into syndication.
1: Yeah, now I feel like at some point the show almost becomes free to produce. You're welcome, NBC. You're welcome. <laughs> Free to you. Uh, <laughs> so you is
0: your schedule throughout the... Do you take time off or do you, do you immediately start working on other stuff in between community?
1: They were actually mocking me about this. Um, last, just last night, Joel was making fun of me and my inability to take time off. That's so. no, just
0: his way of loving. Yeah,
1: I know. Oh, I know that. Um, if he wasn't making fun of me, I would think he hated me. So, um, no, I did, I think, five movies in a web series Would you? You were on the website.
0: Tiny Commando. Yep.
1: Um, Between um, when we wrapped season four and started shooting season five. So I did not take a vacation. I did not go anywhere except to work. Good for you. Thank you so much, fellow workaholic. Yes. (laughs) Never sit still. Yep. Yep. I only went to three places, Seattle for the film festival, Austin for South By, and then New Orleans to shoot movies. So I didn't go anywhere else.
0: Uh, it's pronounced Nolans. Sorry, um, we were. Shoot- I know
1: how to say Conti and other things. <laughs> Calliope. So okay, yeah. Semi-local. Thank you very much.
0: We were shooting in. Um, yeah, we were shooting in that weird warehouse. Oh lord! And the makeup room. <laughs> there was like a drip or something in the background. There had
1: been a chemical spill, and there, in the room. and someone
0: came in and they were like, "Um, there's a chemical spill, and it's probably not really safe."
1: If you start to experience vertigo or feel nauseous, that's what he said. Yeah, you should walk out. <laughs>
0: Just walk out. But then he, Just walk he out. said that
1: I looked down, there was a huge stain on the carpet. Mm-hmm. The man wasn't lying. No. Yeah. No, that place was terrifying. And they were trying to turn it into lofts. So then they had a weird model apartment in one section of it.
0: Yeah. So if you could step over the chemicals, you would get to a really nice two-bedroom yeah. <laughs> Loft apartment. This
1: isn't New York. People don't have to live like that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There were things other than factories and manufacturing plants Mm -hmm. in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. It was in South Pasadena Mm -hmm. where we shot that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of places. And a lot of room. Just go build somewhere. Completely. Knock something down. Build it back up.
1: Do you like Los Angeles? I do. I've fallen in love with L.A. I, you know, I I was like a typical New Yorker, blah, blah, blah. But then I think that um, when you move here for a job it's a lot better than when you're coming here for pilot season and just being like, there's Chris Hardwick. at Yeah, <laughs> which
0: always happens.
1: He's, gets, I
0: hear he gets out a lot. He
1: works a lot.
0: He, I hear he auditions a lot.
1: Not anymore. He used to. Um, <laughs> oh, I would it,
0: get so close on things.
1: God yeah, I know, right? Did you ever think about that, of all the jobs you almost had?
0: Yeah, I would get so close on things. And then I just in the end, I would always, I just for a while... You know, because you get superstitious because you don't have, um, as a performer, you don't really, since you're not making a physical thing, it's very difficult to measure mm-hmm. where you're at. And so you just kind of latch onto these weird, like, superstitions and, like, oh, I guess I'm just going to be the guy that almost always gets yeah. it, you know? Totally. But then eventually you get something.
1: Yeah. Or you quit the business. Herpes.
0: Oh, right. Or <laughs> you quit the business. You quit the business. That's what I meant. You quit the business.
1: <laughs> You quit the business of not having herpes. How I
0: met... <laughs> oh, the old double negative. How I met your mother gave me herpes is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I've never been the same since. God, I don't even remember. I mean, I don't even remember what... I mean, I guess at the time it was just one of them, a, of a, yeah. you know, during pilot season. How are
1: we to know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Well, then it was funny, too, because I later that pilot season um tested for that show the unit that was on CBS and I was waiting to go in and test and I remember seeing Allison Hannigan and Neil Patrick Harris come out of their test where they had just gotten the job and they were like laughing and so happy and like so already rich and I was <laughs> like you know <laughs> And I it was, just had
0: that look of people who didn't have to worry about yeah, money.
1: Yeah. They had no weight on their shoulders and I was <sighs> about to go into an audition that I was not gonna get, but like, oh God, yeah. I just I all those memories are so vivid, you know, it's like and I found this like little Moleskin um, notebook where I used to write all my auditions out, and so I was like flipping through. I actually put a picture on Instagram of I hand wrote out my sides for an audition for The OC that I found recently. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, because I didn't have a printer, so I used to have to write out all my sides, and then I would like make a show of being like, "Oh, my printer broke, so I had to write them out." Because I was so self conscious about the fact that I had like, <laughs> handwritten sides. Were all you the worried time. that you were
0: gonna walk in and they would just go, "You're poor. poor. <laughs> Look at the poor girl. She had to write her sides." <laughs> On paper, yeah. uh, take a pen on us <laughs> so you can do your sides. No, yeah. please. <laughs> California.
1: Yeah, didn't get it, but yeah. Oh, my God. I, I, I have such strong memories of those auditions.
0: Is there is there a show that you... Because I'm sure at the time you didn't, like, so, so, so obviously you didn't get the unit.
1: No, I didn't get the unit.
0: But I'm sure you still were like,
1: damn it! Yeah, totally.
0: But looking back, were there other jobs where you're sort of like, where you're like, ooh, I dodged a bullet on that one?
1: There's no TV job that I wish I had gotten. There are plenty of movies that I wish I had gotten. Um, but no, I I can't think of a single TV audition that I had that I was like... That would have been great to have gotten that.
0: Okay, what movies? What movies? Oh my God,
1: everything. I mean, every movie you've seen in the last 10 years. All I of would, the movies. Yeah, all of the big movies I wish I had gotten. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, whether I got close to them or not, I mean, oh God, I can't even remember. For some reason, the internet knows that I auditioned for The Evil Dead and like, it will come up. I don't know how that somehow became a thing. Yes, I did audition for The Evil Dead and not get it. But if the internet knew that dozens upon dozens of movies that I have auditioned for and not gotten it would be like so irrelevant that I didn't get the evil dead but I don't know it's so funny that it's like pops up on my Twitter fairly consistently it's oh,
0: funny because i almost I've almost never auditioned for movies they really? they never would send me out for movies because it was so it was very easy to send me out for television and yeah. with with film it's a whole different film people are a completely different sector and and they are largely maybe it's changing because of the sort of you know, the tectonic shift of the mm-hmm. media landscape but, but previously, film people just didn't know or give a shit about television yeah. people and so it was a whole other pro- it was a whole other track. It was just like a whole other whole thing Yeah. And so I was, they were, they never sent me out for movies. Are the auditions, is it the same?
1: It's the same. It's a lot of waiting. There's like 50 other people there. They don't treat you very well. And then you go in. I remember one time I had an audition and um, showed up, signed in. There was no one else there. Um, No one was coming or going. And the casting people weren't coming out and checking in to see who was there. And it was like, 15 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes gone by nothing my appointment time has come and gone luckily I had no place to be um (laughs) and then I heard the casting director yell to her assistant like give them a call see where they are and I heard the casting assistant call and be like hi yeah so just want to let you know you know we're here ready whenever you guys oh oh you didn't get the email oh yeah the um they started, they changed the start time from noon to 10. So, um, you know, just whenever you can get here. Okay, great. Okay, bye. And then, like, 15 minutes later, the director and the producer comes storming in, slam the door, go back there. They start screaming at the casting director. Oh. She starts screaming back, I never got the email. Well, we sent it out. Well, you didn't tell us. And then, silence, they come out. They're like, Gillian, ready to see you. We go back in. The director's so angry with the casting director. He doesn't even look up at me. He's got this binder. He's, like, flipping through it great, angrily. Great
0: environments already.
1: Yeah. So I, like, go in, read for it. The, he goes, thanks, bye. Never even looks at me. And um, And then I remember them saying, like, well. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, they actually liked you on that. But they're waiting to see if the lead actress is going to dye her hair brown because if so, they're going to go with a blonde best friend. But if she stays blonde, then they're going to have a brunette friend. So we have to wait and see because you won't you won't get it if they want a brunette friend. I was like, I can dye my hair. The number of times I remember saying to my agent, but I can dye my hair Like as a struggling actor are absurd.
0: Yeah, they don't really have a lot of vision when it comes to you know, uh, with that, you know, yeah. they'll go, just say, well, you know, I know you're looking for this, but my hair is like, they'll go, no, 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 it's fine. They can picture yeah. it. And then you go and then you'll get the note back like, yeah, they just can't
1: picture her as totally. a am like, I remember being totally freaked out at some audition by seeing a girl just pull off like a black short dark wig off of her head and having like a bald cap on underneath and being like, hey! <laughs> and then also realizing like, oh, she was savvy enough to know that it said in the script she had short, dark hair and she went out and made it happen. You know? Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: You know, it is interesting that we work in a business where you constantly have to prove that you're special in some way, mm-hmm. but but really the entire infrastructure of the entertainment industry is to constantly remind you of how not special you oh, are. Oh,
1: yeah. Totally. Completely. How insignificant you are. Yeah. yeah.
0: And replaceable. Yeah. And like, there's a million other people. Like, yes. It's like it was when you said like, you know, you walk into a room. Well, the commercial castings mm. were the fucking mm. worst. Where you go into those like, those mega complexes yeah. where it's like over there they're casting a kids' shoe commercial and then a sports drink and then a video game and then and then and then a, and then a Swiffer and then it's just every a million of each type of yeah. that person.
1: The only commercial I ever got was actually an Apple commercial with Hodgman and Justin Long. Oh, that, you were in one of the... That never aired.
0: Because uh-huh. what
1: you don't know is they would shoot like 30 of those in one day and only air like one or two. So yeah, I did one with... with that's the first time I ever met Hodgman was... Doing the commercial, but yeah, that that one I never really did well at the commercial auditions. The only one I ever wanted was there was this Dasani uh, water campaign where they were having actors dress up as different animals, and there was one where the girl was going to be dressed as a hamster, and Wes Anderson directed that campaign.
0: Oh, Ben Vereen got that.
1: Oh, Ben Vereen! Ugh. Sure. No, the chicken lady the from ch- <laughs> Zubilee Zoo got it. But that was the only one I got close. I got a call back, and then Wes Anderson cast somebody else, and I was heartbroken. I so wanted to be that hamster.
0: Fuck you, Wes Anderson. How dare you dash Gillian Jacobs' hamster that's dreams? That's okay. That's
1: okay. If you have any future movies you might <laughs> I mean, it, you know, I'll dress it's up fine. as a hamster time. It's, it's like, I totally understand. I probably wasn't very good, but like. You I, don't
0: have to be a Dasani commercial to yeah, dress as a like, hamster. I
1: could be in a movie but
0: no is that the is that the kind of thing did you ever have for a second coat you can totally make it up to you by being in a movie did you, is that the kind of thing where you're like should I dress up as a hamster or should I know I that one that,
1: like that one but you would totally see people in like lab coats or you know medical scrubs at auditions, people would just fully go for it, shamelessly. Yeah. I, as a girl, it's more like having to dress slutty, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it like, sucks. It totally sucks. Yeah, I remember graduating from college and being like, Mom, it's time to go out and buy me some slut wear because I, <laughs> I don't own anything short enough or tight enough to audition. <laughs> that's so sad. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad.
0: But also... Also, just as creepy on the other side is if you just dressed up like a child would dress up like a hamster <laughs> as an adult. That's also weird.
1: Footy pajamas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: If you wanted, if you wanted the Wes Anderson commercial, you you needed to show up dressed as a hamster the way a child would. Uh-huh. And then just tell a weird story about your grandparents.
1: And then remove that to reveal a corduroy suit.
0: Yes, exactly. Yes. And then just have a weird uh, indie soundtrack playing behind you. Normally, Nico. Do 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 yeah, I wonder how many because a lot of the a lot of the directors take the commercial gigs pay so much fucking money. So much that so many commercials are directed by famous directors and but you'll never know. Yeah. Because they just take it for the money.
1: Totally. I would. Why not? Right?
0: Do you want to do do you ever want to direct or do anything? Like
1: um, that? I feel like I would like to maybe start producing things, like kind of yeah.
0: But not children. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I could put them in commercials.
0: <laughs> and then let them pay for themselves. Those
1: things, like a show in syndication.
0: Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's right, because about year five is when they start paying off. <laughs> Before that, kind of useless. And then yeah. year five, that's when the dollars really yeah. start rolling in. You can see them on billboards. <laughs> Otherwise, they're just fucking babies. I mean, baby is just a lump of clay. Like what's Totally. Yeah
1: muling and puking
0: I can't wait to, I can't wait for the people who uh, respond to this as though we're having a serious conversation because never underestimate the internet to not be humorless yes and not get the irony why did you say this because this is a comedy podcast I know and sometimes we say comedy things
1: God I like it I like it when people get into fights and comment sections about you do oh yeah well I, I, um, I posted a picture I like to do really bad photoshop sometimes um, on my Instagram account and uh, leading up to the um, the Mayweather um, Canelo fight, I was like talking about how I was best friends with Floyd Mayweather and, and Cinnamon and um, Canelo Alvarez. And so I did a, a really shitty Photoshop of putting my face, the same picture of my face, of me <laughs> next to Floyd Mayweather and me next to Cinnamon, and then was like, "It's really hard for me because my two best friends are fighting tonight. But good luck to both of you." Can I take a guess? Yeah, that was totally Photoshop. Yeah, totally. <laughs> And then a friend of mine wrote, "Like no, it is not. She totally knows them." And it was, it was amazing though to watch people be like, "That's photoshopped." I'm like, "Yeah, it's the same picture of me in both." And I like left outline, like I'm not good at it. Um,
0: but let's it, go back for a second and yeah. talk about the fact that are you a boxing fan? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well
1: that's crazy. Yeah, there's like um what are, who are, Timothy Bradley is fighting, um who is he fighting? I saw an ad
0: Gentleman Jim
1: Gentleman Jim, Jim, Jim. Callahan. Ain't too many Irish still in the game. <laughs> oh damn it. Um yeah, yeah. I've I've watched some boxing matches in my day. I watched on Freddie Roach, I like a twenty four seven episode.
0: Interesting. Yeah. I I was training at his gym for a little while. Oh, Freddie Roach? Yeah. How was that? Uh, Wild Wildcard is that? Wildcard. Yeah. Yeah, my friend, do you know Kevin Sesha?
1: I don't think I Kevin
0: Kevin's a comic and he's a writer and he's also he's a huge boxing fanatic yeah. and so he told me about this place Wildcard and I went year, years ago and uh and it it's it's like fucking it's not fuck it's not screwing around. It no, is a no. not screwing around boxing gym. Yeah. It's not a cushy bougie I heard
1: it's very LA. dirty.
0: It is like it, it it and I mean this as a compliment. Yeah. It looks like a prison gym. Mm-hmm. Um and it's fucking hardcore and like some of the like world class fighters train there. Um, I need a little cushion and some glitz yeah. and some serious XM lithium <laughs> station playing in the background to really feel like it's a uh, someone didn't told work me about out for getting
1: me. like some skin infection from having worked out sure. at work hard. Um <laughs> Also on the show on Freddie Roach, his allegedly,
0: son, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah.
1: Um. So, uh. His brother Pep had a stroke on camera on the reality show. Oh
0: my god. Yeah,
1: it was very intense.
0: Oh my god, I didn't know that. Yeah. I only. I think I only met Freddie once, but he was re- He was really nice.
1: He seems super smart too. Yeah, I. I liked him so much from watching um, Manny Pacquiao twenty four seven episodes that. I was like, I'm all in for on Freddie Roach. Well, we have just uh, w- when you when you lift up the
0: tarp of Gillian <laughs> Jacobs, you see she has a creamy boxing center. That all sounded bad. <laughs> that I, was I didn't bad. mean that. It, that it came out bad. way worse than I meant it to sound. Bad. It was just that was bad metaphor. It <laughs>
1: was just like there you lift up the tarp and there's like a little Jim Lampley there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gillian, can ah, you let me out, ah, here, please? Ah, ah, ah. I'm trapped inside your body yeah. for a long time. <laughs>
1: Right, people
0: right, can you pick up some Jesper men? <laughs> just need to just need to brown out the tips a little bit. Well he's you know, that's what happens to gentlemen.
1: Sure. As gentleman the, Jim.
0: Is the gentleman Jim Callahan I don't that's not a real person, right? Oh there must have been a Jim Callahan. I'm sure. There must have been one gentleman Jim Callahan. Do you have you ever thought about doing your own podcast or something?
1: Uh, no, I have not thought about it. I've just enjoyed being uh, a guest on other people's podcasts thus far. But if people would like to hear me talk about um, the weird stuff I'm into, I, I guess I could... I don't know how to do this technology stuff that you've got here. I'm just staring at the recording device you have going. I don't know how to do that. Um,
0: well, you don't... I the could... beauty of it is that you don't have to do it, really. You just you hit the button and then it just and oh. then it just absorbs everything. Great. And at this point, you could probably get a Kyle. Really? You could probably get your very own Kyle. Really? to do it for you and then you wouldn't have to do anything. All
1: right. Maybe then I'll have a, a podcast on your Nerdist Network.
0: Oh my God. You're done. So so many people in they're listening are like,
1: do it. Do it. All caps. Do it. You're going to do it. <laughs> they're like, too weird. She's too weird even for the internet. It's not possible. <laughs> all right. Okay.
0: It's not possible. i those 10
1: people who like the stuff I like.
0: Well, you, it, I mean, the one thing that I will say about the internet is that it does make you feel less weird. Yeah. Because no matter how deep your trenches go yeah the, it's the internet is just like it's a vortex <laughs> that you can never hear the bottom of it so you, you, i feel like you shouldn't feel too okay. weird
1: okay all right I'll unfurl my weirdness. That was another thing about my Vine videos is that people kept writing like, "I feel like I'm watching you lose your mind," and I was <laughs> like, "I've always been this weird." <laughs> what are you talking about? I've always been this strange. So
0: when you're dating someone, do you? <laughs> what at what point in the relationship are you like, all right, it's time to stop. Uh, yeah. it's time to let the, the free real- flag fly. Yeah, yeah,
1: pretty early on because I figure. This is, you know, you better know what you're dealing with. <laughs> um, I'm also a gal who doesn't really like to wear makeup or do my hair. And I always figured it was best to like present yourself bald faced yep. to, you know, the gentleman caller and say, this is what I actually look like. Yeah. Do you like me? Because <laughs> um, I don't want to have to maintain like those girls who like sleep in their makeup and never want their boyfriend to see them without makeup. That's so intense for me. So.
0: Well, what was explained to me is that when, that, um, is that it's way, I mean, I think, I think guys have an understanding that things uh, suck way worse for girls than they do for dudes. But even to the extent where, um, a lot of times when a, when a guy thinks a girl is not wearing makeup Mm -hmm. and he goes, you look great without makeup. She's still wearing a little bit of makeup and still insecure about like just taking all, like if you go onto Reddit, you see like a lot of makeup. In quotes, no makeup, oh, yeah. and then really no makeup, and uh, and that there. I mean, I just I, I didn't know I didn't know that that's how far it went. But
1: I'm really no makeup. Good. Yeah, I am not bsing with the no makeup. Yeah, totally. I I also think my mom takes so long to get ready in the morning that I developed an aversion to that. So I'm like, take a shower and go. Yep. Throw on some clothes. I'm out of the door. That's good. Yeah.
0: See, at least you're comfortable with yourself. Sure. Okay.
1: <gasps> And sometimes I see a picture of myself, and I'm like, "Be a little less comfortable, Gillian. Um But my laziness trumps my discomfort with my appearance. Be a little less. Uh,
0: oh, oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm tired.
1: Those community hours. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm totally. I uh, ugh, hate makeup.
0: Well, I don't. I don't blame you. Whenever, uh, whenever I'm getting makeup done for a show. And that like makeup people must think I'm fucking crazy uh-huh. because I have such a weird um, lip balm is like nails on a chalkboard oh, to really? me. I can't stand it. Danny
1: Cootie's addicted to lip balm. Really? He carries lip balm with him. We'll never make I'll, out. Never make out. Uh, but his lips would be silky soft. They, oh, I never thought of that before. But then
0: you get that dirty
1: fucking oh, that ar- goop. That
0: waxy goop. <laughs> but uh, I don't like having my the pores mm-hmm. of my lips covered. It's a very weird thing. I also sleep in socks. I cannot stand having my feet touch the sheets. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why are you making that face, Kyle? A, i would mean, exactly that? Why is that, that's, why that's, why is that that's
1: a, a, so... But feed sheets. Oh, stop it! It's the best! Stop it! It's so wrong! No! Maybe you need nicer sheets.
0: I have nice sheets.
1: How I, nice are they? Uh,
0: very nice. they have been getting a lot nicer lately. Uh, um But... Uh,
1: <laughs> what did you show there? <laughs> Did
0: you do- did you just say oh dang? I did. Okay, I'm good. Radio on you for oh, a minute. Thank you very much, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the feeling of it. So, the uh so when makeup people go to put lip on I'm like, yeah. "Don't, I'm good. I'm good." Like I don't know how to
1: You should c- tell them that in off advance. The bat. Yeah.
0: Cuz they they move their hands move very fast. Yes. <laughs> and so it's usually like, and I'm like, "Don't." No.
1: And so I'm usually. You should just have a little laminated card you hand them. With yeah. My name is Chris Hardwork and I don't like lip balm. I'll wear it
0: on my mouth. <laughs> and I'll just say, don't put anything here.
1: Maybe take that off when you go home.
0: <laughs> That's the time to. Okay, all right, okay. In- oh, I've been doing it reverse. That's why I've been getting lip balm all day and no sex. God damn it. It's the mouth sign. Monica, what are you doing out there? (laughs) Why are you creepily staring at us like we're a fucking science experiment? (laughs) Did you meet Monica?
1: Yes, I did. She's very nice. She is very nice. We're
0: about in an hour. Okay, great. But I could talk to you for like five hours, (gasps) but we don't have that much time. I'm Uh, sorry. It's okay. You got to come back. I would love to. You should. You should definitely come back. Um, Do you want to promote
1: anything? Oh, yeah. Bad Milo. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Of course. What's the point of this? (laughs) Oh, yes.
0: I thought the point was just to hang out and connect. (laughs) Just connect as friends. I thought that was the point. (laughs) Wait, you're just using this form of media to promote your own interests? I don't like you, Chris Uh, (laughs) Hardwick. I have a movie. (laughs) That's right, Ken Marino's movie. Yes,
1: yes, yes, Ken Marino. uh, Bad Milo. It's a movie about a butt demon. Yes. comes out of Ken Marino's ass, kills people that are stressing him out, and then returns up into his butt. Um... It's played by a puppet. It's a practical effect. It harkens back to great 80s horror movies. It's a real great little horror comedy Like gem. Basket Case. Yes, exactly. If you enjoyed Basket Case, you'll like Bad Milo.
0: But in this case, the basket is Ken Marino.
1: His, his booty. <laughs> In prison, in prison, they call that hooping when you hide things up your butt. So
0: I didn't know that had a name. Yeah, you know a lot about prison and boxing. Hey,
1: <laughs> <Is> there,
0: <laughs> shit, how how weird is it in your brain? It's
1: pretty weird. That's <laughs> so I'm telling you. Um, that's why my Vine videos freak the people out. Um, yeah, so it's got a great cast: Peter Stormare, Stephen Root, um, Kumail's in it. Excellent. And it's so fucking funny. Um, yeah, he does that comedy thing so well. So, yeah, please, if you like horror comedies, or you like any of us, or you like weed, I think it would appeal to you.
0: Excellent. Bad Milo, which is it's on now. It's available yes, now. on
1: demand and playing in select theaters across the country. I demand to see Bad Milo right You're now. on iTunes. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. You do voiceover stuff? I do a little bit. I want to do more. Yeah, I did a voice on a cartoon. Um, this last year that I really enjoyed. What show? Uh, it's now kind of canceled. Um, the TV show of Monsters vs. Aliens. I played. Oh, a- okay. An alien that was
0: for Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm doing a show for Nickelodeon. You should you do are? our show. Yeah. I would love to. Sanjay and Craig.
1: Yes, I've seen I've seen um, promotional images. Yes, yes, yes. You please. should come do that. come we to love that show. To do, Please do it.
0: Everyone in our cast is like some crazy Emmy like has really? involved with like Linda Cardellini <gasps> and Malik Panchuli and oh, Tony yeah. Hale and oh. Kunal Nayar. and so you should definitely please should come do it. I would love to. All right, cool. Um, Gillian Jacobs. Hard G, Soft J. <laughs> I know all J's are soft, but I just like I just feel like it's it's the way you're supposed to. Hard G Soft J sounds really cool. That's the name of your book.
1: Totally. That and Slapped by Invisible Hands. <laughs>
0: slapped by <my> Invisible Hands. <laughs> where books are no longer sold in stores. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy
1: your burrito, everyone.
0: Mm. Murmur. Now leaving nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. <laughs>